0: Welcome to other people's lives. I'm your host Joe Sanegato. I'm your other host, not named Joe Sanegato. Good one. And you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. You know, I almost canceled today. I felt like I was going to throw up all day.
1: I'm I'm pissed off that you're here.
0: I'm if ca- you get I'm me coughing si- up a storm.
1: If you get me I'm letting everyone know right now. If Greg gets me sick, this show will end because he will die. Look. And I'm going to be the reason why.
0: Look, I'm you know, I'm not here to say that you know, I'm a model of willpower for coming. I'm not <laughs> here we I'm go. not asking people to okay. find me on Twitter at Greg Dybek and thank me for my heroic oh efforts. Oh my god. But I will say the show must go on. So I made it over here. I brought a puke bag in the Uber. You didn't bring a puke bag. I brought a puke bag. You need a to throw off what's
1: wrong with you?
0: And, Did you really? Uh,
1: that's pathetic.
0: But I'm here because this episode's <sighs> going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, you're a real fucking hero. What is the email? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the reason that I showed up today is because we got an email with a subject line that read, I am an age player. What is that? I don't know. We're going to have to read the email to find out.
1: An age player?
0: The email reads, hi guys, I am what, would, what you would call a little I age regress, which means I act like a child with my boyfriend and daddy. Typically, I act somewhere between four and seven. Oh, boy. It's another form of being an adult baby. I personally don't use diapers, although some do. Uh, I do have to say, when we first started the show, we wanted to get someone with a diaper on so bad. Like we would talk about that all the time. The
1: the the adults that would like that wear go diapers home, and yeah yeah, and like yeah.
0: sleep in a crib. But I'm almost happy that she doesn't because knowing us I feel like we would get a little caught up on the diaper and it might skew the conversation a little because we would probably just be obsessed with that. Be honed in on the diaper. So, maybe she knows people who do. So, we'll talk about it, but she doesn't. Uh, she said that it's different for everyone. She would love to answer any questions she's also in the bdsm community um yeah that's it but so we've had bdsm we've had someone with a daddy on before but this new element to age role four to seven that's young that's young so i'm really really bad with knowing what age kids are yeah i'm so like i'll see a 10 year old and be like "Eh, he's in preschool or something
1: yeah i'm I'm, yeah i'm done like that too. but
0: four to seven is like let's say you start kindergarten and when you're what five so yeah, you're like just developing guy. your motor skills
1: yeah not good i like barely very like broken english sort of you Yeah, know, i feel like. like
0: just well yeah you well, definitely not don't know seven, how to read but like four oh, yeah. four you're like four yeah yeah
1: i wonder if they'll be four to seven when we call that would be interesting wow i'm not expecting that but i'm just saying it would be interesting
0: that would be crazy
1: it would because then, I mean, that, honestly, I hope that doesn't happen because that would completely throw me off and I wouldn't know how to ask questions <laughs> anymore. Well, now we know everyone going. knows
0: what's coming and they know a question I'm going to ask. I got to see if she can act this out. All right, don't do don't do that off the bat. Like,
1: no, let's get some information aggressive. before we start. Yeah, know. yeah. Okay, anyway. All right, let's give this person a call and uh, see what's up.
2: Hello?
0: Hey, how's it going? This is Greg and Joe.
2: Hey, How are you? Uh,
1: we just read your email and, um, you know, we, we, we spoke about how we've talked to people who are in the BDSM community and, you know, other things. But this kind of new element that you've thrown into your email where you say that you act like a you called it a little uh, where you act like somewhere between the ages of four to seven uh, with your boyfriend. Can you just kind of explain how that started or kind of what that's even like?
2: Um, well, age playing is like when most people think of it, they typically think of like a married couple trying to spice up their like sex life and like the woman acts like a sexy teenage student and the husband is like a, um, like the principal or something. And so it kind of started from there. Like I found out like about that and uh, role-playing and everything. And slowly I kind of started looking around and on a a lot of it came from Tumblr. There's a large um, DDLG community, which stands for daddy, dumb, little girl. And it's like the, uh, the daddy fetish almost, but a little more intense because you do act like a child
1: so what what specifically like how do you act like a child like are you crawling are you like talking in a voice or what kind of stuff are you like engaging in
2: um like I like to suck on a pacifier I drink out of sippy cups sometimes I drink out of bottles depending on how little I'm feeling um sometimes I wear like onesies um, I don't really crawl, not usually, but some people do. I mean, it just depends on who you are and what you like to do. And I like to color and watch Disney movies, just typical little kid stuff.
0: So, I don't know if this is a dumb question. Is is this sexual or is there sex involved in this?
2: Um. Well, not for everybody. Like some people strictly just age regress and just act like a child. And it's a lot, uh, it's a big form of like, it's a big coping mechanism because a lot of people had to grow up quickly or um, had something happen in their life or it's just super stressed. And like with me, I was actually abused when I was a child. So I had to grow up really fast and with this i get to forget about all the stress of school and work and not have to worry about it and i can just be a little kid again and not have to worry about it and be taken care of
1: so do you but is there so you don't do a voice
2: um not usually okay but, I'd, like, oh. with me, I do have, like, the sexual aspect of it. Like, if I'm being bad, I'll get spanked, and it it just depends on the mood.
0: So how did this... So you mentioned it kind of, I guess, started with the idea of, like, the schoolgirl fetish or whatever it may be. I mean, how did you kind of fully develop this character? Or how do you you know how do you get to the point where you're kind of able to age regress and you feel comfortable with it and you know you know that you want to put the onesie on and color and watch a disney movie like how do you kind of create that for yourself
2: um well it takes a lot of time just like learning about the community and just getting yourself like learning more about it before you fully jump into it like i looked a lot on tumblr there's a lot there's a really large edlg community on tumblr and i slowly started looking more and more at that and then i figured well i could start coloring with crayons more and watching disney movies more and slowly i got a onesie and then i got an adult pacifier and just slowly you start becoming more and more comfortable with, Hey, I should try this. And if you like it, then great.
1: So is this something that you started out doing and maybe it was just like the pacifier, then over time it's kind of progressed and became something bigger than it is. Do you, has that been the case? Has there been like steps or do you just, you know, fully jump into this?
2: Well, I for me, it was steps like I learned about BDSM first, and then I kind of learned about more of the aspects of BDSM and different types of BDSM, and this is one of the aspects of it, and I typically liked this aspect the best.
0: So is this something that's just kind of integrated fully into your sex life? Like, do you do this every time, or is this just kind of one aspect or, you know, one thing that you do occasionally?
2: Um, Most of the time. I do have, like, other aspects. Like, I know you talk to a um, a rope whore. I, yes. I, I, I like to call them rope bunnies because it's just a little cuter. But I am a rope bunny, so I do like being tied up, and I do like to pretend to be a pet like a kitten or a puppy. And so, like, different things are added on to the DDLG part of it, but it's mainly the DDLG part when I'm being sexual.
1: Okay. Do you see this kind of transforming into something maybe, you know, you would take this even a step further, like, you know, with doing a voice or, like, crawling or... You know, I don't even wear diapers. You mentioned diapers. Oh uh, yeah, email. that too. Because I, I have seen c- certain things where people have, you know, something like this, and and they have it. They take it to the extreme where they come home from work, they put on diapers, they sleep in a big crib and stuff like that. Is it possible that you can get there? Or you're kind of just cool with where you're at now.
2: Um, I don't think I'd crawl or wear diapers, but I definitely would be more interested in doing a voice like. Because I do, I do a voice like occasionally, just when it's like me and my daddy, and um, but not like in everyday life. Like I just talk normally then, but I think I would be more open open to like using my voice more, or possibly sleeping in a crib. But no, I'm not really into diapers or crawling. It just depends on like who the person is like if they're more into being like a baby then they might want to wear diapers and crawl around and play with smaller toys like for smaller kids or it just depends
0: right yeah like yeah do four-year-olds even wear diapers i, I don't even know i'm so I'm bad i'm so bad with ages i don't have no idea i don't think so
2: i don't know i don't
1: know hmm. it's close you cut he's like blurred line <laughs> over there you know yeah, what I mean? yeah um when did this this start happening? When when did you uh, figure out that you were kind of into this?
2: Well, I found out about BDSM honestly way too young. I found out about the BDSM community when I was about thirteen, so I just slowly started doing more and more research, and just slowly started looking more into it. And I was like, oh, I'll try using pacifier or coloring and it just like like it started then but slowly I think around the age 15 I kind of got more into being a little than just the BDSM community in general
1: what kind of BDSM stuff were you if you were experimenting with when you first found out about it
2: um Mainly, like, tying myself up because I didn't have, like, anybody to, like, practice with me, but I would, like, tie up my ankles or my thighs and different things like that.
0: So, this is really interesting, and I just, can you go in more depth of, I guess, just what, like, what the feeling is for you, what the turn on and appeal is, uh, whether sexual or not, of just kind of being able to, like, regress and, you know, just kind of be a child again.
1: Yeah, like, what's what's going on in your head when you're like, I kind of want to feel, I, I want to act like a child right now? Like, wh- where where is the satisfaction?
2: Well, for me, it's a lot of, like, just the affection that I get from my boyfriend because he does treat me like a child. He cuddles me and holds me and... What With more of the sexual aspect, he is like a lot more dominant. He's very controlling over me. He gives me different rules I have to follow. And just that power exchange where I am his property pretty much.
1: What kind of rules are we talking about?
2: Um, Different things. Like I have to ask to do anything. Like if I want to color or play or watch a movie like I have to ask him first from um I have to write lines most of the time um just different things about how I belong to him and the lines and mainly asking like for permission to do anything is the two big ones
1: and this this is something that turns you on right Okay,
0: so I think we have a pretty good understanding of this. I mean, we've we've talked to a lot of people, like you said, whether it's someone with a daddy or the rope whore slash rope bunny, um, mm-hmm. you know, just people within the BDSM community. Um, I think we definitely understand that sort of kind of power dynamic and why it's All a right. turn on for so many people. I guess the question that I have is with age specifically, how do you kind of transition from that idea of coloring, being told what to do, you know, to sex? Like, how is that, like, what what is the appeal for your partner in that sense? And, I mean, I'm going to assume that the question a lot of people have, and I don't know if this is a stigma about the community, is if you are, you know, acting as a four to seven-year-old, um, you know, is, is a guy in his mind having sex with a four to seven-year-old?
2: Um, we get accused of being pedophiles a lot because of this, and no, we are both two consenting adults. It's the fact of, like, the small cuteness of being that age. It's not necessarily that they are that age. It's that they're small and cute and vulnerable and are told what to do and kind of blindly follow it because they don't know better. Mm-hmm. So... He, like, he likes that because I'm a lot more vulnerable when I act like a little and I follow whatever he says and I don't act out, basically.
1: You said that people call you guys pedophiles. Whatever. So I'm assuming people know about this. This is not something that you kind of keep private, like your friends know or something?
2: Um, I, not, I, I have a quiet big group of friends that do know I have a lot of friends who are on Tumblr that are in the community but people outside of the community that kind of vaguely hear about this like oh this girl is acting like a child and her boyfriend is acting like her father and they immediately assume that all the guys are pedophiles that are into this and it's not that at all it's that that small cute vulnerableness of being of acting that age that they enjoy not that they are that age
1: does the does the fact that it's sort of taboo play a factor here like does that make it feel like is that part of the reason why it turns you on you think or no
2: oh definitely
1: right because i feel like that's why a lot of these because when you think about these like there's like so many weird genres of like Porn that are just like super yeah. random, and you're like, okay, clearly this gets people off because it's like I shouldn't be watching this, mm, or I right. shouldn't yeah, even it's
2: like. The, it's the fact that like it's so wrong that you can't stop watching it, right? Or acting in it.
0: It's like like incest porn, or you right? Know, yeah, the the list right. goes on. But. Which
1: that I mean, when you talk about daddy and and child, like that also. Oh right, is that an element like, of this? I mean, it feels like an element. I don't know if it's something that you guys kind of project. But I do feel like, you know, it's old, young. Uh, there's sort of, like, an ancestral thing. There's sort of, like, a domi- domination thing. So it's, like, all these taboo things in one mm-hmm. that... Right. Yeah, that kind of just... It's, like, a concoction of all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we don't necessarily have, like, the incest view on it. Like, some people definitely, like, the girl that had a daddy... That you talk to, like he controlled her money, right. drove her around, like acted as her dad. But with this, it's more of like he's a caregiver. He looked after me, gets me snacks or juice if I want it, if I ask, you know. Um, but it's more of like he takes care of me more than he's my father.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, I understand. I mean, there's so, there, I mean, girls call their boyfriend's daddy all the time. It's not necessarily like an ancestral, ancestral thing. It's just yeah. like, mm, you know, um, are, are you, are you always asking for stuff like that 24 seven? Or like, is there a time where it's like, he's like, you didn't ask me for that. And you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, not right now. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it, is there, or is it like all the time you guys have that, like certain things when it comes to uh, movies or it comes to juice or something like that?
2: Uh, is we it... definitely, we definitely live a lifestyle of like it's, it's a most of the time thing. But I do have times where I'm just like big me, as I like to call it, just like normal me, and we have conversations about video games or uh, dr- Dungeons and Dragons or just different games, and we just like talk and goof off like a normal couple would.
0: Right. So, I'm curious... it's
2: not all Uh, the time, but it's most of the time. mm -hmm. Okay.
0: So, it is kind of a... It's a major aspect of your relationship with this person. Right. So, I'm curious kind of how you met him. Um, Is this something that you were both into? Did you meet through the community? Or was it something that one of you kind of brought to the relationship?
2: Um, We met online. And I'm actually going to, look, we have not actually met in person, um, but we've been together for almost eight months now, and I'm going to see him for Christmas.
0: Wait, you have not met him in person? No. But you're meeting him for the first time soon? Yes. Oh, that's big. That's huge. Right. Wait. So, how does most of this take place then? Is just is it just
2: like online? Um, it's a online. lot of Skype calls, mm. a lot of messaging back and forth. Like right now, he he wouldn't be able to like actually do things for me, but I do have to ask for permission to do them. But right. we are working on moving together. I'm just in school right now and can't move there with him at the moment. Okay. But yeah.
0: This is exciting.
1: This is this is yeah. something.
0: Are you nervous? I'm nervous. Uh, I know. Not,
2: I mean, I'm a little nervous just because it is someone that I've never met in person, but I'm more excited than anything.
0: Yeah. So what do you think the real difference is going to be like, I mean, you don't have to walk us through and that I mean as much detail as you want, but like meeting him for the first time and kind of you know, acting this out and going through the motions, what's going to be different in person compared to uh, what what you've been doing?
2: Um, well, the main thing is definitely going to be, like, physical touch. Like, we're actually going to be able to, like, hug each other and kiss each other and cuddle and have sex and everything that goes along with actually being next to a person that you can't have over the Internet. But... Other than that, really, I don't think much will change because we do have a very close relationship, even though we are several miles apart.
1: How often do you guys talk?
2: Oh, We talk every day.
1: Mm. Nice. And you? Do you guys we, like Skype he, every day too?
2: Yeah, he um he Skype calls me and puts me to bed every night.
1: What does that mean?
2: Um, like he calls me before I go to sleep and he makes sure I've brushed my teeth and taken my medicine and gone to the bathroom and make sure I take my glasses off before I go to sleep because I have a really bad habit of sleeping in my glasses. And then like at the end of the night, he's like, okay, turn your light off now. And I do. And then we say love you and hang up. Hmm.
1: Wow, he's legit putting you to sleep. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, okay.
0: Have you ever done this with anyone else, or is this your first partner uh, in terms of age um, play?
2: I've, I've never had like as intimate of a relationship as this is, but I've like role-played this with other people like online.
0: Okay. Has there ever been an experience that you didn't enjoy where maybe i don't know it went too far or it just wasn't clicking
2: um has definitely been times where it just doesn't click um you just like you start talking and then just things don't work out and you just kind of have to be like hey uh i'm not into this
1: hmm.
0: so what's the biggest but like
2: i don't think no go on i don't think there's been any any specifics that i can say like oh this time i didn't like this like it's just been like really it's more of like a personal thing like you just don't click with the other person not that they necessarily do anything that you don't like
0: right right so i guess my other question then is what what does make it click for you like what's there? there's just so many elements to this it seems so what (laughs) what really makes it work like how do you know or you know why do you enjoy it so much with this particular partner
2: That's a hard question. It's just, there's so many things like just the way he can go from being loving and sweet to being stern and dominant and the way that we can just be normal or we can be in DDLG mode or sexual mode. Like we just, we go really well together and we can feed off of each other's energy really well.
1: Mm. Do you think you could have a, a relationship without this? Like if this, you know, God forbid this ended up not working out, but like do you think moving forward, do you think like this has to be something that's like a part of your life from now on?
2: Um, I would definitely say it would need to be a part of my life. I thoroughly enjoy it. It really helps me because I have really bad anxiety problems. So just being able to act little and not have to worry about responsibilities. it definitely is a coping mechanism of my anxiety and I get to just be a kid and not have to worry about so many things so I would definitely say it's something that I need
0: so this is maybe more of a question for anyone listening who does have similar interests uh, or is interested in trying it if you were to meet a, a partner who didn't know about this, how would you go about kind of introducing them to this aspect of your life?
2: Um, I've had a lot of people ask me about this because I have met people that don't really know how to talk to their significant other and they are interested. I would say slowly start like Slowly start acting more childlike, more playful, kind of giggling more, just being not really not really dumb, but more like ditzy and like a little kid, but just slowly acting more and more like that. And then if he notices, say, hey, this is what I'm interested in and ask the guy if. He would be comfortable with you calling him daddy
1: what's the consensus on that by the way greg side conversation Do you, is that something that's like you would hate that i feel like all guys don't mind that
0: so no i was just gonna say as you were saying that i could almost picture this happening gradually almost without me you know noticing just kind of something that happened to the point that like fast forward two months and like you don't even realize they're in a diaper and like i'm i'm fine with it yeah you have no idea you know what i mean but i think kind of what you described like introducing those things um you know i'm not going to say that they're universal everyone's different but i think they're right something that uh is at least somewhat universal with a lot of guys Mm -hmm. even if it's not age play specifically it's just that kind of approach and attitude
1: This is like, I have no research to back this up, but it's just from my experience. I feel like most dudes would rather be dominant than submissive. Right. From what I've seen. And
0: that's giving you the chance to be like ultra dominant. Right. Pretty much. Which I don't, like, yeah, I don't think I would shy away from that.
1: No.
2: There is an aspect of DDLG called MDLB, which is mommy, dom, and little boy. So there are guys that enjoy being littles too.
1: Right. I just think that it outweighs it. You know what I mean? Like the that yeah, might be the minority.
2: Definitely, little boys are definitely the minority.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. It's so interesting because you don't know unless. It happened to you. Like, what if you were with a girl and she's just like, you know, I'm gonna put you to bed now and I'm gonna oh to me read you a book and make sure you brush your teeth and they like tuck you in like to, you, I don't know you might start getting really into that. Well, thing.
1: I know like for me because it is so comforting. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I would necessarily respond well to that. Me you personally, like being I don't I don't know I'm I'm different though. I feel like I'm more dominant than submissive. Like, definitely. Like, in any aspect, really. Not even just, like, sexually or whatever. Definitely. But
0: I also think we are somewhat programmed to tell ourselves that as men.
1: I, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's just, like, a, an innate feeling you get right. when when stuff like that's going down. And just, like, thinking about it right now when you were saying that, I was like, I don't know if I would, I would like that. I would try
2: it. Yeah. You yeah. know,
1: I'd try it because I'd try to help you with your thing that you like doing. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, you know...
2: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying, no, I don't like this, or saying, hey, I'll give it a try. Like, there's nothing wrong with it.
0: So what about the other way around? What if, say, uh, Joe here, just a hypothetical, because he's sitting next to me, Um, you know, what if he really wanted his girlfriend to kind of take on that role of being more of a little or more submissive because he was potentially interested in age play? How would he go about talking to her i don't know like that that's that's a whole different conversation too how did
1: that conversation go with you guys or i'm sorry if i'm if you're just reiterating at this point but was there a conversation where you kind of were setting guidelines not guidelines but kind of like boundaries of like i'm into this not into that into this into that how did that go uh
2: we've like we haven't had like one conversation where we said i like this he likes this I don't like this, he doesn't like this. Like, it's slowly, like, we brought up different things that we both enjoy. Like, I didn't mention this earlier because I knew it would start up a whole nother conversation, but I actually, like, we both have a girlfriend, so we are polyamorous. we have spoken so,
1: to like, a
0: polyamorous person? You are too. a
1: combination yeah. <laughs> of every episode we've ever yeah, done. <laughs> this is like a greatest
0: hits album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. There's a there's but yeah, yeah.
0: Like, are you an like escort she, and do you have a daughter also? Yeah, <laughs> right?
2: <What else laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm not, I'm not an escort, I don't have a daughter.
1: <laughs> so, you're polyamorous, uh, both of you guys. You guys are both in relationships. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you like, say you both have girlfriends?
2: No, like, she is both of our girlfriends. Oh,
1: okay. So, you yeah, guys aren't in separate she, relationships, you guys are in one triangle here.
2: Right.
0: Okay. Is she like, coming to Christmas she too?
2: Also, she is a little.
1: She's a
0: little. Wait, she's also a little.
2: Yes, but she acts more like a two to four year old. So we kind of have this family dynamic where he is daddy, I am the big sister, and she is the little sister.
1: So you guys play off of that, like you like. I'm assuming you you act like her sister, and like I don't even know how what. So what kind of duties come along with that? Like, you know what I mean?
2: Um, well, like the other, like typically daddy will take care of us and but when he is at work, I typically take care of her so, because I am what you call a switch, so I'm a submissive and a dominant. So I can be dominant at times, but mainly I'm a submissive. But when he's not there, I take care of her. So like the other night, he was busy, so I put her to bed and I told her a bedtime story and different things like that.
1: So you guys so all t- Skype together. right. This is just Wow. This is wild.
0: This is a family. that is <laughs> Wait, is she <laughs> is she also gonna meet you guys in person?
2: She actually lives in Canada, so we're like uh. all three separated all over north america but when me and my boyfriend live together we plan on living in a van together and we're going to travel around and the first stop is going to be in canada
0: didn't we also talk to a guy who grew up in a van we did (laughs) um so this is
2: getting out of hand
1: we're going to find out more things too so you guys are going to canada to pick up this this girl right
2: uh hopefully
1: Wow. We haven't,
2: like, talked about, like, actually us all three living together, but we do, we, like, me and my boyfriend have talked about, like, her living in the van with us. We just haven't asked her because this is kind of a new aspect in our relationship. Like, we've been together for almost eight months, but we've only been with her for about a month.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, she's, she's new here. Yeah.
0: Where does the... So where does where does the van come into play because that seems like a big life change. Like are you just going to travel around in a van?
2: Yeah, like I had I I'm like a hippie child. I love like being outdoors and listening to 60s music and wearing tie-dye. And I know that's super cliché, but like I love all things 60s and I've always thought about living in a van. And my boyfriend was actually the one who brought it up. And he was like, hey, I kind of want to live in a van one day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, please. So he is going to travel around and get, like, hard labor jobs mainly. And I am actually working on a computer engineering degree, so I can work from anywhere.
0: Okay, that was going to be my other question, because it seems like... It seems like you guys aren't like like this isn't just kind of a side aspect of your life, but kind of living in the van, him finding different jobs in different places, you being able to work remotely. It seems like you're really putting the relationship and the age playing kind of at the center and and basing right. everything else around that. Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: this is incredible. We gonna we're gonna need a follow up. Episode when you get to Canada, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because wait, okay. we have to have all three.
1: We might need to fly out. If you, you know, if you
0: guys would be interested, we'd have the family on one day as a follow.
1: We do. We we got to get in the van and get everyone a microphone <laughs> <laughs> because this is this is a that, dynamic. That
2: sounds awesome. Yeah, that it may would be, be a few years before that could happen, but <sighs> that sounds terrific. We got time.
1: <laughs> we'll be here. Um, Jesus. All right. This is just like... I mean, how do you explain this to anybody? You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's a long
2: conversation. Yeah. it's At least 12 hours.
1: And you have have to pray to God that the other person is like... Just... Even if they're a little bit narrow-minded, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) But I think this is... I think it's so cool. I think it's so awesome. You're like... Literally every social con like rule there is, any con you're like fuck it. all. You kick down the door. You're doing everything at Thank once. You. you just hopped in. You're like fuck it, I'm doing it. And we're get- living in a van and driving to Canada. Like this is like, this is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't even know what to ask at this point. I'll be honest. with you. Is there you. anything you want
0: to say Ooh. that we haven't touched on? Yeah. Is there
1: anything? Is there anything uh, else?
2: <laughs> I- I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think so. I do want to say that I'm a huge fan of Joe's channel. Like, I follow your main channel and Extra Joe videos, and I think I've seen all of them. So I'm, like, a super fan. I'm going to be getting merch soon.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> so that's what you watch when you're acting like four, right?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. Um. Wow, this is eye-opening shit this is this is good i mean I used to, there's I, a lot more than we thought there is there is, we were like first of all there was like a five minute span where we got 10 new things <laughs> that we were like oh my god it keeps going um
0: the power of a conversation
1: yeah i love it it's so good you just learned so much uh I, I think it's fucking cool though
0: good for you yeah the <laughs> van is badass that's awesome are you just gonna like travel <laughs> around the country well also canada
2: Yeah, probably. Like, if we find some place that we, like, really like, we may build a tiny house, but we're we're pretty minimalist, so we won't have more than, like, 500 square feet.
0: (laughs) Oh, I do have a question. Is there an element of growing up within this family? Like, if this is long-term for you, and you're 4 to 7 now, and you have a younger sister that's two, Um, and you guys are, say you end up living together in a van and kind of the years go by, does does everyone stay the same age or do you guys kind of grow together?
2: That I actually do not know. I have not aged at all in my little years, but that's something that's going to have to be asked at the follow-up, I guess. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, you're going to have to keep us posted on that. I'm sure it's just something that, You wouldn't have the answer to now, obviously, but it's what feels natural, I guess, as time progresses. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: geez, thanks for coming on and and talking to us.
2: You're welcome.
1: That was really interesting. Um, Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, You know, (laughs) good luck with meeting, you know, your boyfriend for the first time. That's going to be awesome.
0: Yes. Can you at least like send us an email? Let us know how that goes. I'm so invested in this family. Yeah, I'm in. Adopt me. (laughs) (laughs) Alright,
1: well, uh... Yeah, send us an email. Let us know how that that goes. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. You're
2: welcome. Have a good one. You too.
1: Uh, Oh, what? That just, like, spiraled.
0: Yeah. Just spiraled. She was one thing, and then we blinked our eyes, and she was... 50 things She was everything we've ever <laughs> spoken about yo that
1: was uh, that was actually <laughs> hilarious because we're like yo this is like a you said it's the greatest hits <laughs> album then she's like yeah i might get a van like we did
0: a van episode it's so funny um this is crazy wow hey it's just another example of someone who is super open yeah sexually fluid our favorite it, not even sexual
1: just like every part of them is just i would say fluid and just open and just down yeah she is you know what i mean
0: literally she's liquid
1: that's cool you're gonna live or die by that you know it's gonna be the best thing or the worst thing for you but fuck it it feels good do it
0: well if it's not if you know it's what you want i mean sure. I, I think she's pretty confident that yeah i mean she'll meet the guy oh my i wish there were like cameras following her <laughs> meet this guy i like i need i want to see this
1: yeah i don't know this is gonna be this is nuts
0: yeah but i do just i guess going back to the whole age play element um you know i was reading up on some things too and it you know it looks like psychologists kind of agree also like it's it's not pedophilia it's not uh in the person's mind that they're having sex with someone that's underage it just really is um there's just that power dynamic i guess and yeah, I don't just mind. A, just I don't, a different yeah, take on it.
1: I, I don't mind the daddy, do you? No. Right? Cause, because, it, I mean, at that point, it doesn't feel like I'm your fucking father. Like, you know what I mean? It's not that. It's like a different kind of...
0: Yeah, I don't see how you'd you know like even be able to process that in your mind. You're like you're not going to be doing that and thinking, like, oh, my God, I, like am I her father? Like, yeah. this is weird. Now <laughs> I'm thinking about my dad. Like Yeah, no, no. No.
1: If you are thinking about your dad, well, yeah. you need, you need <laughs> to get out get out of there. That's nothing good. That's not good. But
0: there I mean, yeah, we're being honest and you said it before there's parts that seem appealing about it. Yeah, I mean or just I, like I don't know. I I would theory, never think to go out and right ask for that to try it, but like I said I could just almost see it like it's just happening without me totally noticing and then I could just see it progressing and I don't know. I, I like I don't know if it would be a bad thing i don't know about like to the point of coloring and pacifiers and all that but yeah i can at least understand the foundation the con yeah the concept of it
1: where the domination part i get and the power dynamic there
0: kind of down but also down to get put to bed so i don't know what i want (laughs) i'm so confused
1: (laughs) super greg wants to be both sides of the fence he wants to be dominant during the day but tuck that boy in (laughs) Oh, man. Get a glass of water. Dude, you know what's crazy? When she was explaining the going to bed part where she's like, you know, he make sure I go to the, go to the bathroom, make <laughs> sure I brush my teeth. I'm just, like, thinking, like, dude, that's literally all the things my parents used to say to me when I was growing up. And, like, I just forgot about it. I yeah. I forgot that was a thing.
0: But that has to be some sort of trigger, too, where, you know, for people who have just have had that experience in their childhood... Like there's, there's gotta there's be something some comforting. Of, yes, like, I was gonna
1: say some sort of comfort. Yeah, there, where it's like it brings you back. No, it like, made me
0: feel warm when she was saying that. She's like, "Ooh, I just want to like be home for the holidays in like my childhood bed <laughs> with someone like making yeah. sure I brush my teeth." Yeah, it's weird.
1: <laughs> it's great. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> but yeah,
0: no, I, uh I, I totally understand it. I remember my parents used
1: to ask me. I was, I was so bad. My parents used to ask me, like, "Did you? Did you?" shower and i'd be like yeah and they would go did you use soap <laughs> and then i would go i don't know <laughs> sometimes i would go in there i wouldn't use soap i don't know why
0: huh they knew
1: they knew they, they knew I, I probably stunk
0: yeah we probably think we're so smart when we're kids too but like we didn't yeah. get anything by our parents nah like no shot yeah nah yeah they know they know everything mom you know you know when I was drunk. You know when I was when I didn't brush my teeth.
1: My mom definitely knew when we were drunk. <laughs> me and Keith, we were loud and drunk. And
0: Why is this like, episode making me like it. miss my parents? I feel like I <laughs> need to like
1: call my mom after this. She's like all right, let's make this another hour of yeah. us talking about our childhood. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, cool episode. That was a lot of fun. I feel like I had a good Yeah, time. that was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, if you guys have a story or something that you want to that you think is going to be good for the show you can go to oplshow.com slash contact send us an email and if it fits we'll hit you up schedule something record the show and maybe put it out maybe not we'll figure it out uh also my twitter so yes yeah, stop it stop it this kid also you guys can follow me on twitter at joe senagato
0: follow me at greg diebeck follow the show at opl show leave a rating and review um Let's let's make reviews fun too. Let us know in a review if you would be down for age play. I don't know what I'm trying to do here, but yeah, that was a good attempt. Yeah, but, you well, know. okay.
1: Uh, anyway, all right. That's everyone. all.
0: Brush your teeth.
1: Brush your teeth. Shower. Make sure you go to the bathroom. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Thanks for listening.